here we go. So welcome, Van Cooper. Thank you for being on here. I just want to get, how I want to get started, I want you to kind of just break down who you are, let the people know why should they be listening to you. So it's just another, okay, here's another guy that thinks he knows about football. But I really, once you do that, once you kind of introduce yourself and you tell everybody, kind of get your credentials, one of the main things I want to get in with you, and we've always talked about this at the Cigar Lounge, is going from high school to college, man. So I'm going to let you go ahead and I'm going to let you have the floor and I want you to introduce yourself, tell the people about you, but I really want to get into that, man. I'm like super excited to hear from a college coach so these parents can hear what it really takes to get to the next level and not what they think it takes. So, Oh, thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell Davis. Um, you know, uh, my name is Van Cooper. Uh, I'm a former FCS, uh, FCS player. For the last uh, 13 years as a non-Russ, I've been uh, coaching, went through the high school ranks to uh, – to the NIA now at Division Two, so uh, had an interesting journey, you know, just doing as being a, being a player and they taking and switching over to a coach. So as uh, far as that aspect, uh, you know, as uh, far as going from high school to college as a as an athlete, yeah, uh, you know, we talk about it all the time. Everybody, everybody's an athlete at, 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 at that <laughs> it level. Is, it is, especially D one, D one, absolutely. And like you talk to skill kids, like I know guys just big as Russ, six two, six three, yeah. three ten, doing bat flips, doing three sixty <laughs> dunks. Yeah, and you know running a four seven. Like guys, hey, everybody at that level mm-hmm. is the best of the best in everything they did, as far as basketball, absolutely. track, mm-hmm. baseball, everything they did, they was great at. So when um when I when I look at kids, I'm like, hey, what, what other sports do you play? Yeah. And to me, like, uh, you play, like, if you're a baseball player slash football or football slash track or football, basketball, baseball, or football, tennis, oh, I love it. Really? Okay, see, then we need to talk about that because you get a lot of people that have varying opinions about that. They're like, well, you know, once a kid gets into high school, I want him to focus on just football or baseball or whatever it is. So you think it's a good thing for kids to do more than just one sport in high school? Oh, yeah. I mean, be- being a high school coach for – 10 years, uh, I've seen a lot of kids literally get hurt because they just stuck in one sport, especially mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah, Baseball or basketball, I've seen kids get hurt because they stuck in one sport. So mm-hmm. I'm all for kids doing something else. Get a break from football. Yeah, absolutely. Get a break from baseball. Go do tennis. Go do golf. Go do swimming. Go do something else away from your yeah. main sport. Because in the end of the day, that, that's going to help you work out other muscles. Yeah. And, and that'll actually give you a mental and physical break from your main sport. That is very true because you need, you need a break from mm-hmm. football. I mean, I know for me in high school, it was like I played basketball, I did track, like this whole focusing in on one thing and only doing one thing, it was like, this is new to me. Like I'm like, all through high school, and maybe because I went to a smaller high school, so if you were a good athlete, they wanted you to do everything. So now it's like, well, we need you to focus on football or baseball, right. or whatever your sport is that you're supposed to be trying to go to school in. So to hear you say that you as a coach, when you come in and you look at these kids, you want to see what else they do. Now, what else do you do? Like when you're coming in and let's say you got a kid on your radar, what is it that you look for? Like what are the things? So the, I, I want parents to really understand as a coach, when you come there, what exactly are you looking for from these kids? First, the main thing uh, I learned from other older coaches and that mentor me, I, one thing I look for character, yeah. character academics. Those are the yeah. first two things that I'm looking at. Hey, how's his character? How, how he is or she is with their teammates? How, yeah. how he is in the classroom? Mm-hmm. How he is off the field, yeah. as far as in the community, like how, how is he? You know how, yeah. how he or she is. You yeah. know, so that's that's one of the first thing I look for because oh. you don't want to bring in a kid that kind of know. No, mm-hmm. oh, I know exactly room, what a little you bit, mean. You know, then got some issues there. I mean, and also Grace. Grace, yeah. Grace is a big thing. I was a Prop Forty Eight kid. Okay, so, now hold on. Now you got to tell everybody what that is because not everybody understands what a Prop Forty Eight is. So Prop Forty Eight is you, you qualify for either academically or test scores. Uh-huh. So coming out of high school, I, I was academically qualified, but I can't meet the test scores, which 
hinder me from getting from F, a lot of FBS offers. Right. So, but nowadays the FBS has went away. No, the um, Prop Forty has went away after okay. after I went into college in 03. <laughs> after you went yeah, into college, but right? <laughs> but parents realized that you know Prop Forty Eight they wasn't getting that wasn't given out to everybody. Right. That was like you're a dog, yeah. and coach realized okay he had these top fifteen F, uh, Power Five schools. Yeah. Great, great issues mm-hmm. or test scores, but you meet one of them. Right. Come ahead, come to FCS or you know, power, a group of five school and come play ball here. Okay, okay. See that that's very interesting because you know a lot of people don't know that. And like some of the things I've talked about on here is that parents and children don't really understand there are so many avenues to get to college. Mm-hmm. Like just because you may mess up with grades or you may your scores may not be right, it doesn't mean oh my career is over. But that's great that you said that because I, I I've talked about some of my shortcomings and things that I've kind of was like, man, I wish I would have known better. I wish I would have done this. I wish I hadn't been hanging out with this group of guys. So was that your situation or was it just test taking? Because some people, when they get in front of a test, they just freeze up. Was it like you trying to be, you know, Joe Cool or was it really just like uh, a test taking issue? Oh, uh, you know what? I ain't gonna lie. I suck at uh, multiple choice. I'm, I'm great <laughs> at short answers or, you know, essay. You know, you let me, you let your boy sit there and think it out. I can write it out pretty, 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 pretty clear to you where I get my thoughts out. But I don't know. It was a little bit of both for, you know, test taking and, um, you know, kind of not going to class. You know, I got the big head, you know, starting on yeah. varsity as a sophomore. Yeah. You know, you get the big head, start feeling yourself. You know, uh, my head coach kind of, he kind of got a hold of me. Yeah, yeah. But that's good, <laughs> though. I'm glad, I'm glad you admit that because, I mean, it, everybody thinks like, you know, you're an athlete or you make it to college, like you did everything right. Like, mm, no, nah, if I could tell you some of the right. stories that I went through, like in school, it was, I mean, my senior year, I remember talking to my biology teacher, like, hey, I really need to get this grade. Like, I know I've messed around, I've screwed around, but I'm about to lose my future. Right. Like, what can I do? And so for me, that's a big component of why I wanted to do this is so that people can not only hear from guys who've been there, coaches, players, NFL players, but everybody makes mistakes. You know, it's not over because you're like, well, I messed up with this grade or I didn't do well on this test, so I guess my future right. is over. So, you know, that's great that you say that. Yeah, man, I've looked at I dug myself in the hole, I get myself out. Yeah. And yeah. I know after my freshman year, Kind of like you're saying, I, I wanted to play college football. I figured out at a young age because my dad played and all my cousins played, so that's something I wanted to do. But, you know, at the first minute, okay, that's what I want to do. But I didn't realize, you know, yeah. academics is at the second part of it, getting mm, to college, you the know. The first part of yeah. it. <laughs> the big, big yeah. part of it. Yeah, academics, yep. Yeah. So when you come into a school, like, you know, you're recruiting a kid, and so you go talk to the, what, teachers first? You talk to the AD? Like, who do you – like, what is your process? So when you say – all right, so I like Russell Davis. You know, this kid's a DB, even though I don't look like a mm-hmm. DB. I've never been a DB in my life. But if you were recruiting me, because that's what you coach, so you're looking at me, and who's the first person you're going to reach out to? Honestly, the first person, I'm, um, usually there's two ways I reach out, and usually the first way I just reach out to the head coach. Because usually head coaches give a lot of, pretty much every coach across the country, uh, Excel sheet with every kid prospect on there. Right. You know, and nowadays everything's on Twitter handle. <laughs> yes, yes. So you get the Twitter handle, you know, or YouTube, wherever to watch they watch mm-hmm. they watch they film. Usually, the next step I do is kind of follow the kid. Okay. And but but prior to that, prior or talk to the coach, probably three or four kids. All right, watch prior right. to making contact with the head mm-hmm. coach, say for right, Hamilton, right? Yeah. For for Russell Davis. So, right. all right, had prior contact with the head coach. He already gave me a rundown mm-hmm. about okay, Russell Davis, great kid, great academic, gonna like him. Yeah. Know. Okay, cool. That's cool that you say that because. One of the things that I try to get across to my son and and I just try to get across to kids or anybody when I'm talking to them is that, you know, when you have a bad attitude and you mouth off at the coach, you may be the superstar now in high school, but that coach is always going to have the last word. 
Because like you said, when you come in, the first person you talk to is the coach. Hey, what kind of kid is he? Oh, okay, so he's got a bad attitude. His grades are, you know, are bad. Um, he parties too much. He's, he's, and then you check his social media. You know, you're looking on social media. What are you talking about? What kind of things are you saying? So, you know, I, I think that's a, a great, a great thing that you're that you're telling people because hearing it from me, it's like, okay, you've been through it, but you're a coach that deals with this every single oh, yeah. year for sure. Yeah, like, yes. Looking at a prospect, <laughs> you know, I want to know full force kid kid in for private. Look at a prospect, you're like three, four schools. Mm -hmm. You transfer two, so I'm like, following. Hey, man, what's going on? Yeah, what, what happened with this school with that school? So like. One thing, Twitter, that's the first thing I, I get on a kid's Twitter handle. I'm looking at everything. Really? See what he's posting as far mm -hmm. as media, okay. If he's playing another sports, like, cool, he's taking care of business, athletically, mm -hmm. okay, clean. Yeah. Then you got some Twitters, like, oh, man, because you can go down kids' Twitter and see what they're yes. doing, and they didn't realize it. Yeah. Okay, this is what you follow, okay, but back and forth, like, yeah. oh, uh, you know. Yeah, little red flag start popping red up. Red flags, because he got to, you know, he got you to sell a kid to the head coach. Yeah. Why should I get this kid a scholarship? And you know now you got to cover yourself up, so you got to really you got to really produce a good product, and you got to have everything checked off on the list. Right, Academics, right. character, you know, community works. You got to have everything. Character, yeah. you got look everything checked off before you know present the head coach. That's one thing I do. I try to get every box checked before. Right, because you got to cover your own butt. <clears throat> yeah, because I get the kid in here, and I didn't know he did that two years ago. He he did at the school. Coach like why why you do your homework? Yeah. That that could possibly get you fired. Yep. Now they had coach trying to cover for you because you made a mistake not not doing a full fledged background check on the kids. So right. I try to do my due diligence because he may have some instances where some, some some may say some things and you follow up some other mm -hmm. coaches and they had nothing but great thing. Okay, that's anomaly. Yeah. So okay. a lot of it, I try to do my homework and reach out to other coaches about about the same kid and they all saying the same thing. All right, this is this is a good check. I like this kid. Okay. Coach, let's get him up here on campus. Okay, so okay, so once you go through all that, and he checks off all, you know, he doesn't have a bunch of red flags. He's just a typical kid. He's probably said one or two things on social media that he's like, uh, I shouldn't have said that. But, you know, you've watched him over some time, and you've seen, okay, this is a good kid. So what's the next step after you've said, okay, this is a kid I want. He checks off all the boxes. Now we're into the heavy recruiting process. Like, what's that like? Honestly, uh, everybody's different. Everybody got their own process. Me, I'm, I'm, on, I'm big on relationships. So one thing I like to try to establish with uh, recruits and a kid I want to bring on campus is a, a good, solid relationship, yeah. foundation. So I know he knows me. He knows I'm genuine. Yeah. I'm really up here because I'm looking at, I'm looking at uh, life after football. Yeah. I'm really trying to coach you in life. I want to, to, want to get more W's on the scoreboard and losses on the scoreboard. So right. that's so when I recruit, I'm, I'm, that's what I tell parents. I, I, not, I have not changed that philosophy <laughs> in the last couple of years. Right. I want to help kids win in life. and we'll help kids win in life. So when I recruit kids, I'm, I'm putting it all out there. Yeah. This is me. I'm goofy, but at the same time, I'm stern when you right. get to that field with her. But if you get up here, we're going to learn life skills. At the same time, you're going to learn how to right. play football, get a degree, and hopefully get you to the next level. Right, absolutely. Because that's every kid drink at the next level. Anything, hey, academics, a degree in football. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's great because, I mean, I know for me when I was being recruited, it's like you said, you get that big head. It's like you got Matt Brown sitting on your couch. You got all these different coaches in there. So you start to believe the hype. So, you know, I think that one thing, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is that when kids are in high school and they start getting these coaches and just understand it's a job interview. Like, it's great. This is a potential job that you could have, but you still have to be humble. You still have to go in there because now you're entering the next phase of your football career mm -hmm. or your athletic career because now you're going into college. So you've gotten, you built the relationship. You, you know, this kid has checked off all the boxes. You know, this is the kid I want to get. You get them on campus. Now, what's the first thing you're looking for? That them first days when they suit up and they got them pads on, where are you looking for? I was gonna make sure, hey, 
that's my dog right there. <laughs> I make sure they verify what, for what, what I was looking for. Okay, we found one. Okay, yeah. check check out the boxes because that's one thing. Uh, as a college coach, you know, wherever every crew you bring on campus, you want to make sure they're on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I got a question for you, and this is something that I felt like, and I told my son this when he was being recruited. When you go and you talk to a kid and you recruit them, like you have a vested interest in them because oh, yeah. I'm putting my career on the line every time I bring a kid in and say, hey, coach, this is somebody who's going to do well. So when those kids don't do well, it's not that you have something against them. I mean, you're trying to do everything you can. It, it falls back on the coach. I mean, I'm sorry, it falls back on the on the kid. So have you ever had to deal with that where kids feel like, well, coach, you're not doing everything you can Oh, yeah, do. Uh, I mean, you already know, at the spring ball. <laughs> At the spring ball, you know, I coach a secondary, so hey, coach, I think you should get more reps. Like, yeah, I think you should, but <laughs> you know, the reason you know, I don't have to on the field because it's zero, one, two things: use your eyes or bad technique. Yeah, and, you know, especially playing the corner spot, telling oh, guys, eyes got to be in the right spot. Yeah, eyes on the hips, eyes on the right spot. So you have have some guys like, hey, I want to play. Actually, I want to get you on the field a lot more, but your eyes is your, your Achilles heel, which is hindering you from getting to that. You know. Cracking that first lineup, so I had talking. I'm, I'm honest with him. Yeah. I try to be honest with him. Hey, man, hey, it's not the athletic ability. It's, it's not the IQ. It's literally your eyes. Yeah, you don't he, know he, it. He, he so so it goes back to <laughs> what they learned in high school. Yeah. So when you so when you're recruiting these kids in high school, you're looking for those same things. Mm-hmm. Like, what is he looking at? His hips? Because I, me and you have talked, and I know you've complained a little bit. I, I'll say it like that. Mm-hmm. You've complained at some of the coaching that's in high school because you're like kids just turn and run. You know, there's no more real technique being taught is just okay the receiver runs you just turn and run with them like how how frustrating is that when you're looking at film and you're trying to see is this kid have good technique but you can't really judge him it's frustrating but in the day i gotta adapt <laughs> that's that's the game so one thing uh i learned from one of my mentor coaches uh he said hey like he learned from a guy from sec far as looking at dbs i look at uh just like linemen look at the knees and hips yeah if you got you got you have flexi- flexibility in knees and hips, mm-hmm. I can coach everything else up. Cause that's my job as a college coach. Yeah. If you got good good bend in your knees, good good hips, mm-hmm. obviously I have I have feet. But you got yeah. those two things. Obviously you're very explosive. You got some power. I can right. coach you know the feet work and everything right. else up. Cause I know you got good hips. You can bend. You can twist, bend, hip, twist. Yeah. I, I, everything else I can coach up. Okay. Okay. And that's part of my job as a coach. Okay. He got those two traits. Yeah. Okay. He explosive. I can everything else I can do myself as far as a coach and get him coached up as far as get on the field. So what catches your eye about a kid on the field? Is it the interceptions? Is it so let's say you have a kid who's got a ton of interceptions versus a kid who doesn't, but this kid who doesn't have interceptions, he's got great technique, he's got, you know, all everything you're looking for, but it's like, why can't you catch that ball? I mean, how big of a deal is that for a DB? Uh man, um uh, honestly. Picks come from from quarterbacks making bad reads. Yeah, let's be honest here. Yeah. one of my mentor coaches, we talk all the time like, "Hey, and it's just like DBs get lucky sometimes they're making great play on the ball." Mm-hmm. We see a lot of interceptions comes from you know, quarterback making a bad read. Mm-hmm. So when I watch a film now, honestly, when I'm watching film now, what I'm getting learning from other guy, other mentors, I'm literally just watching you know little stuff like feet and hips and eyes. Mm-hmm. Literally feet where you got good feet, and you could turn and run, breaking like, okay, on the ball, break on the ball, yeah. like, okay. I'm looking at those those little traits right there because okay. not everybody can get picks and you yeah. get them on campus they're not what they was on film right 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 but I'm like I was gonna at say the, that quick twitch and knees and hips okay he he got something you know I can work with that okay so he may have a bunch of mm. like you know breakups right. but he maybe he just can't catch right you know that's why that's the joke they yeah. always give you guys right you know well, that's why you play DB instead Cause of receiver because you can't catch because you can't catch <laughs> right <laughs> right so so seeing you you'd rather see a kid with good technique good hip flexibility and, and how important is coming up and helping in the run and the reason I ask that is because you see nowadays 
it's very uncommon to see a DB come up and really help out in the run game. So is that something you're looking for? Is oh, that yeah. kind of eh. – Oh, yeah, I'm still old school now. I want to see you bang because that <laughs> let me know you're tough. Yeah. That let me know you're not scared to put your nose in a ball. Okay, okay. So, like, you know, I still like that aspect of, you know, getting to run, you know, bang somebody, you know, <laughs> let them know I'm still here. Yeah, but <laughs> it's see, it's going to be a know, long you day. You see that with DBs <laughs> a lot, man. So, you know, when I watch the games now, I'm like, you see a DB out there wrestling mm-hmm. with a wide receiver and the balls run to the other side, and they're kind of like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, now we're going to go back to, because it's something I really, because, you know, we could sit here and right. talk about a lot of stuff. One of the things I wanted to talk about, so when you get a kid, in on that first week, that first year of college. As a coach, what are you looking for when a freshman first gets there and then by the end of his freshman year, where do you think they should be? Um, this year, you know, uh, look at that progression. Could first get on campus, you know, the, what, what they learn in high school, they learn in high school. Yeah. So you gotta, so when you start camp here, you gotta teach everything over again, which, you know, as far as the veteran guys come back, they already know it, so mm-hmm. it's very, I'm reteaching it to the young guys. Yeah. So I'm literally teaching the guys and see if they're picking up, picking up on the far as technique wise. And you know, a lot of times with young guys, I go out my way as far as at the end of practice and, and pull out work, work those guys as far as you know, get down to their breaks. You know, as far as language. Yeah. And sometimes they haven't taught it. That, that's not their fault. It's yeah. you know they wasn't taught it. So that's my job as a coach to, you know, to teach those guys the skills. So I'm looking for that progression. You know, through fall camp, you know, through season and, and practice. Right. You know, and hopefully down spring ball, you're looking for that that. that the next step. Okay. So I had a couple of kids last year. You know, they came in. They came in doing summer conditioning and did well. And fall, they started seeing a little, little leaps and bounds of steps. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, at spring ball, this kid uh, walk on ended up being a uh, in a start rotation at the school. Yeah, like he literally everything I, I was wow. coaching on him and uh, the veteran guys helped him out. He picked it up and really worked on it. And spring ball, like, hey, you know what? Wow. I, I told these I told you. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes you look good. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he's a good. walk on it. This kid, I look. Hey, kick and go. Yeah, and well, he got tons of potential. Like, hey, man, if you really, you really start taking it serious, man, you got you got a lot of potential. Wow, wow. So when you go talk to somebody, because you know I've been on the end where it's like, hey, you know, we're gonna start you this week, or you know, you're doing well enough that we're gonna put you in the starting lineup. Like when you go to talk to people, to that person who's starting, and let them know that, hey, you know, is it is it a lead up to that, or is it kind of like? hey, look, I need to talk to you, or have you already been talking to this person throughout camp, like, hey, this kid's doing really good, you need to pick it up. So, like, explain how that happens. I mean, obviously, Russell, you already know, uh, as far as camp starts, you already got your one and two deep. And yeah. look, you're looking for somebody from two deep to take, no, to get in that rotation yeah. with the one deep. Right. You're looking for somebody from the, the third string to hopefully bump up. So, with me, uh, I tell kids, hey, look here, the best thing, you know, to catch a coach's eye, because I only say so much, right. but special teams. <laughs> hey, you, you, hey, hey, special teams special like special teams. We had a, a, a corner last year. He made his mark, getting to the starting rotation. Special teams in fall camp. It's flashing on film, flashing, yeah. flashing, flashing on kickoff, making yeah. plays. Head coach like, hey, man, we gotta get up, we gotta find a way to get this kid on the field. He got, he got his chance. It's, uh, game two of the year last year. He made an impact, and after that, the kid been in starting rotation. So with with me, uh, with my guys, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm a rotator. I rotate guys like D-liners. So I always have three, really? four. Really? At yeah. DB? Yeah. So usually I try to find three to four because if somebody goes down, okay, okay. we're not, not missing a step. The coach, head coach, I had trust in the guy, okay. the DC. So I like to do literally three, four, three, three guy rotation at corner or safety okay. or four man rotation because in the day, somebody goes down, 
we still good to go. Right, right. And when the guys graduated, oh, these guys already already been playing. Yeah, it's not yeah so they're the, ready to roll yeah, right on now. Now they get to the young, the next batch okay. ready. So yeah. I always been that, that 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 happened to me when I played, and I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> when I was at Montana, I'm like, oh man, rotating. But now I get it though, because he come off the field, he's doing special teams. Okay, I got a break. He's in. Yeah. See, keeps everybody healthy. Yeah, I mean, at, at Carolina, I, I'm just surprised because I know there's your four DBs, you got a nickel back, and, and you have that guy that if somebody goes down, whether it's serious or whether it's just for a player mm-hmm. or two, you can get them in there. But you're, the, I think, you know, you might be the first coach I've ever heard say they they have a rotation yeah. at DB because at D line you need that rotation. Right. There's no way you're gonna have four guys play. An entire game. I mean, they're going to be dog tired. They're going to be passing out. So I, I think that's smart. But I just being at DB, man, it's just that that's like foreign language to me back there. Oh man. yeah, because I mean, I just think a rotate guys just rotate them. You know, right, that, right. that comes from like okay, you get in a fall camp, you get three guys that should be on the field at the same time or should be starting. You're like, okay, you know what? I, I got three man rotation now. Does they, that work for you? Yeah, I mean, so the kids are okay yeah, with it, and they're they kids. Just, fig- they figured out at the game two last year. Uh, they figure out the three man rotation worked because like oh no, coach retired from special teams. So, okay, he's in that. Like, coach, I get why why, why rotate right, now. Right, okay. So like, and that's being not selfish. Right. I think in order to win a championship, you gotta be non selfish player. You gotta be part of the team. So I always been part of that. Absolutely. People are like, no, I talked. No, I was a junior. Had I seen a guy right now? You know, the head coach. Uh, he got there as a freshman. I seen he had he had it. Yeah. And I took him on wings. Like, no, I'm make sure he knows the ropes. And make sure right. make sure he that guy. That's good, so when I leave, hey, he's gonna take it right over. See, that's good because I know, you know, I can speak from experience, you know, with my own son. When he got down to U of A, you know, it was it, there was some people who were a little standoffish and it's like this little freshman coming mm-hmm. in. But it's like you said, he made his mark by doing all the dirty stuff during practice. Like he would do all take every rep. You know, he never had to say, Deuce, where are you? You know, Deuce was already on the field. So, like you said, it was like during special teams, during practices, he started getting noticed. And then it started moving up in the rotation. And you had guys that were kind of like, man, man, whatever, whatever. You know, and it, which was – it was a little upsetting. Right. But he kind of worked through that, and he found a couple of older guys that did help him out. So, now that he's that senior leadership, which is funny being a sophomore, he's now – having kids come to him, the incoming freshmen, and, and other sophomores like, hey, man, what, how did you do this? How did you get on the field? What did you do to get on the field? So, so okay, now take us through what it's like in a day. You're preparing. You got a game Saturday. It's Monday. So take us through a week of coaching oh, when you're ready for a game. Oh, hey, you can get into that right now, let's say. So let's look at Saturday. Get through the game. You know, you're tired. I mean, most coaches go home to their family, go watch, you know, go watch some other games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but it starts on Sunday. Get Sunday, get in Sunday. Park about 10, 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah. Coach, let you, uh, the head coach, let you sleep in a little bit. Get in, break down uh, yesterday's game, mm-hmm. previous game. Break that down. Get you graded. Get the uh, game graded as far as your group. Mm-hmm. Then the next part of it, you probably there from eleven to like seven, eight o'clock at night. But you break it down your up opponent, uh, up opponent opponents. So you break it down the last three or four games. Yeah. So you're doing all that Sunday. Wow. So you're doing all this Sunday, which is not bad. Once you get through it, because everything is split up, you know, micromanage, everything's kind of split up in different groups. So mm-hmm. once you get done with that, you know, next day you come in, now trying to, since I got that done, now trying to get, the, you know, uh, the scouting report done. Yeah. They already- Hold on, you got to explain that. You got to remember, because I, I, I had to learn this <laughs> as I went on. We, we talk about mm-hmm. sports so much in football that it's like we say things and most people are like, what's that? So kind of break down what a scouting report is. A scouting is, a, it's keep it simple, it's a, it's a tendency report. So it's kind of break down what they like to do. Mm-hmm. Their favorite plays, yeah. their favorite run, their favorite pass, 
the best player, mm-hmm. what the quarterback like to do, where he likes to throw, yeah. far as hit chart. Yeah. Okay, the running back likes that outside runs instead of inside run. As far as power game, old receiver likes vertical routes instead of a you know quick quick routes. So yeah. it's a little a breakdown far as a full breakdown like in school of a kind of glossary yeah. of what they like to do. Yeah. And me, I like to break it down two slippers for them to give them my guys so they have Absolutely. a basic understanding so they're not sitting there looking, oh, what's all this? Like, no. Nah. Yeah, because you lose it. You're yeah. like, uh, I lose interest real quick. Yeah, so I try to break it down, you know, break down their favorite stuff and, and their favorite formations and their favorite receiver and hit chart for them. like to throw the ball. I like to yeah. break everything down to a T, give a nice two page scouting report, which I did, was part of my portion. I do my portion, and, uh-huh. you know, it's a clapper as far as the coaching staff, as far as defense, we do it together. So I do my part and we give it to the kids that Monday. Right. So now it's Monday. So the kids come in. They've already been to class. So do you have practice in the morning or in the afternoon? So uh, it all depends. Uh, some schools have – some coaches give kids Monday off and have them come in Sunday or some kids, you know, have uh, go, have Sunday off and come in Monday. So that was us in school. We had we, yeah. we practiced or we did our weight training and came in on Sundays, mm-hmm. watched the film from Saturday. Like you said, we got our grades and our reports, right. got our butts too, you know. <laughs> so that, that's, last year uh, that was us. So we uh, came in on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Kids came in on Sunday, then they have Monday off. Yeah. But they have like a 25, 30 minute, like a 45 minute meeting as far as, you know, seeing an opponent. Then Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is practice. Okay. Okay. And then your practice, I mean, you're just basically going over what you have in that scouting report. Correct. Yep. So, uh, so okay, you get through Monday, kids, kids have watched 45 minutes of film, and usually you know, everything's through Huddle or DVS Sports. You can send that to kids as far as a breakdown, which is part of our job, breaking stuff down and getting to the kids. So, you know, next day, wake up. Monday, uh, Tuesday, going over the practice. So we're going over what plays they like to do yeah. as far as on offense, defense, mm-hmm. special teams. So we're going over. So for us last year, we had us at 6 o'clock in the morning. Ooh. So coaches oh, got to get there. You know, we get there probably about 5.15, 5.30. Yeah. But we get there, you got to get to the field, get the field set up. Right. Lights and get all that stuff going. So kids are on the field about 5.45, 5.55. So, but, you know, get there, get to practice. You're done. We're done at 8 o'clock. So – uh, so the kids get to go to school the full day. So within a day, uh, we have I have one I have probably two hour blocks of meeting time to meet with the kids to go over, you know to watch film as far as watching practice and mm-hmm. watching you know uh, our opponent mm-hmm. upcoming opponent. So we have like last year we had a I had a twelve o'clock meeting from twelve to one. Okay. So I got the whole secondary in there yeah. from twelve o'clock. That was our meeting time. That's the time everybody agree with. They come in watch an hour worth of film, mm-hmm. as far as practice and as far as upcoming opponent. Once we once we get done with that for corrections. Kids are done for the day. They get done and usually have weights or they have something else later in that day. Now, now, now hold on now. You, you're a little old school like I am. I'm going to try to think of the proper word. It seems very soft compared to what we went through, man. Like, I don't remember these little short meetings and short, like, get them in, get them out. It was just like you were there all day long, and it just felt like this just drug, it just drug on. Right. Like, you, you go to class from 8 till about 12, 1, you go grab lunch, and then from 3 o'clock to, like, 7, 8 o'clock at night, it was football, study mm-hmm. hall. Now I'm listening to you, and I'm actually sitting here getting a little jealous. I'm actually getting pissed, like, where was this when we were? Yeah, because think up? about it, it's the opposite schedule. You just go in the morning. So you think about so they think about now you have a earlier day, but you're done a little bit earlier. Yeah, you still gotta do it. Yeah, so school. You, <laughs> yeah. So you like kids get done with school because they have their meetings at twelve o'clock. Mm-hmm. They get done with school at three o'clock, they're done. So, they don't have to come see you guys. Because, Anything they do after that is voluntary. Yeah, because we already had our meeting already at twelve o'clock, and so they want to come later. That's, they can come in later, volunteer. Okay. That, that. So that's I like. It's kind of yeah. not a bad deal. So they're out there at three or four o'clock. They go home and they got time to do homework. Work. That's crazy. Our whole day was just it was eight o'clock classes, mm-hmm. and then 
you know, you had a little break in there. You had to get your lift in. Right. You got lunch in. Then you had meetings. Then you had to watch film. Then you go out, you practice, and then you come back, and you got study hall. So it was like all day football. So hearing you say, well, you know, the kids are done like 3.30, 4 yep. o'clock, and that's like their whole – once 4 o'clock hits, they're done. Yeah, and I was on the kids' schedule. So at the school, I was at everything. It was more rigid – strict on his on his schedule so we only had to, so we had to do we had to work around the school schedule. Okay, okay. So that's why our schedule was kinda of tough and they still had weight training on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So it wasn't a big deal. It just had to kinda of work around the class schedule. So like when I was playing, like you was playing, yeah, we was going at three o'clock in the afternoon. Right. No, actually let me take it about four because we had we had such a team beating at two two yeah. fifteen yeah. from two fifteen to three o'clock, then three o'clock to like three forty five it was a position beatings. Then after that, four o'clock you're on the field from four what, forty six? Forty-five thirty. Yeah. Then you done at that. And then you got if you didn't do your lift during the day, got to come back and you do your lift. Get it done. Yeah, yeah. So you had to get up early. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like so our it, day it, was it, just taking up. It's either or. You a morning or you can do it later. Yeah, I don't know. They both bad. So what is it? Is it better coaching in college or in high school? Because I know one of the things that I know drives me crazy, and I did a little bit of you know high school coaching. I did a little bit of community college. One of the things that I did not like about high school was how accessible we were to parents. Parents, oh, my kid, my kid. So do you deal with that in college or is that something of the past? You know what? Uh, I don't do it so much. The more the head man does it. Really? Yeah, so last They talk to the head coach? Yeah. Parents? Yeah, yeah. parents email the head coach Ooh. or, you know, call the head coach. So I don't got to deal with it. Like in high school, you know, wow. a parent may yell at you while you, you on the field or uh-huh. hey, pull you aside. Let me talk to you. Like, Really? They have that kind of access yeah, to you? Oh, oh, in high school. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I was in like, college. I'm like, no, not college. No, usually the, the head man handles that. So I, I've been, you no know, head man told me, hey, that's what my kids are. Some parents call. Like, mm-hmm. man, they do that in college. Like, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm, I'm so shocked because I'm like, I would never do that with my son being in college. I mean, if something happened on the field or if he wasn't playing or whatever the case is, I'd be like, you know, I might call Deuce and be like, hey, man, what's going on? But to me, I'm like, you have to deal with that. Like, this, that's now your responsibility as a young adult trying to grow and be a man. You have to figure this out. So you have to go and talk to right. them and figure out what's going on. And, uh, and, a, and a bonus of last year, uh, and, and that's, you know, him talking to the head coach, but I had a great experience with parents too, and also on the college level. I had that's parents cool. after the game, like, hey, can I make, hey, Coach Scoop, thank you. Also, all my son talks about was you, you know, you're doing a good job, you, you're taking yeah. care of him. He's like, no, that's, that's part of my job. Yeah. It's being a coach, being a mentor, and lead them on like, uh, the right path. So, right. I have, from my experience dealing with parents on that level, that's has been great. Okay. Because I, I, I take care of the kids. I'm yeah. going to take care of you. He's a young man. I'm going to treat him the right way, like he should be treated, and I'll make yeah. sure he gets, one, gets where he want to get to. I want him to be great. That's good. That's good because, you know, that's good because, like, you are like an extension of their home. Like, these these parents, and I know for me, letting my kid go and go down to U of A was like, man, he's going to – I have to trust these coaches. Right. I have to believe that, you know, they're going to do what they say they're going to do. And, and so when you can develop that relationship with a coach where, hey, you know, pick up the phone if you need to. Right. You know, that's what they would say. Right. Like, hey, if you want to know what's going on, you haven't, you know, you can give me a call, but this whole – well, why isn't my kid playing? Nah, that's, well, that's about it. the past. I knew if I didn't get on film, my dad going to say something to, to me personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> my dad played mm-hmm. like like you played. So, yeah. so Deuce understands it. So I got there as a freshman. I had to get on the field quickly. Because yeah. if not, he's looking at me, what's going on? Yeah. Why aren't you, know you on this field? Like, what? You know, yeah. that was him. Like, dude, why are you just special teams? You're better than that. Like, you need like, to get on yeah. the field. I played as a registered freshman because I was in Elsmore first year. So, you know, like, a lot of freshmen don't play. Yeah. When they get on campus, like, I got on the field as a freshman. Like, my dad, like, hey, you know, it's very rare. 
But yeah. he, he played, he starts through freshman at U of A. Yeah. So, okay. That was very rare. Believe me, I hear about that all that's, the time. That's that standard for huge. me. My, my family, like, okay, I got to get on the field early. Yeah. Get on the field and do something. You know, he set the, you know, set the foundation for your son. So, you know, he see it yeah. and he's taking advantage of it. And I'm proud of him. You know, you're proud of him. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. He's, he's doing real good. He's, he's excelling. I mean, he's having a great time down there. I mean, we've kind of, Come to a little crossroad, we're a little bumping heads mm-hmm. right now just because, you know, he's like not calling mom. And I'm like on his head, like, you need to call your mom. And he's down and I know he's living life and he's grown. Right. He's got his own bills and he's doing everything. But, you know, it, it is awesome, man. But I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on here, man, and, and just talking about and letting us know a perspective from the coach. Because so many people, they hear from the players and it's always a one sided deal. So to finally hear from a coach to say, hey, this is what I'm looking for, you know, because I talk about it. I'm like, I, I say one of the things that I, I say quite often on here is that these kids' social media is like their LinkedIn. That's like the first thing a coach is going to go check right. out. And, and and if your social media is, you know, you're all whatever and you're yeah. controversial and you're you're causing uproars, that's, you know, yeah. a, that's a little strike against you. So I really appreciate you coming on here, man, and just discussing that. And just thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to The Route. Don't forget to subscribe and connect with us on socials for exclusive updates. We'll see you next week.